Hi, I'm Jessie, your host of the Jessie Williams podcast. I'm an entrepreneur and business mentor bringing you fun and thought-provoking conversations around money, wellness, business, life, and personal development. This is the space where humor meets depth and no topic is off limits. Let's fuck shit up. Hello guys and welcome back to the podcast. I feel like I need a new intro other than that, but it's what I lead with every time. Welcome back to the podcast. Or if this is your first time listening, this is new, never say that. If this is your first episode you've ever listened to, welcome and I hope you love it. Today's podcast episode, it's actually going to be a little bit about manifestation, uh, which you've probably kind of got the vibe of that through the title. But it's also going to be the last episode of the season for three weeks. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We're coming back. It's We're only going to be having a three-week pause and then we will be back in your ears. So we highly recommend over the next three weeks after this episode, you go back any podcast that you haven't listened to, catch up. There's so many goodies for you to listen to. We've had incredible interviews. We've had the interview with Eleanor on all things like sex and pleasure. We've had the incredible interview that I did with Jocelyn. And if you also haven't listened. I did an interview on Jocelyn's podcast as well. Another incredible episode that we highly recommend you listen to. Just so many good solo episodes, all the things. So coming into today, we're having a pause. We're having a pause. I'm just going to give you guys like a little bit of a life update. There's a lot going on in my world, like so many things shifting, so many things moving and things that just require my energy and focus right now. And one of those things being that I'm moving house next week. So I'm recording this. This won't be coming out for a couple of weeks. So I would have already moved house by the time you're listening to this. But at present, as I'm recording, I'm moving house next week. And that's very exciting. But that obviously requires like time, energy, all the things. Um, I'm traveling a bit. So I'm going to the Gold Coast tomorrow for the weekend because Oscar has a really big um, launch for his alcohol business G-Up. And then next month, we're then going to Cairns for about four nights for another G-Up event. So I'm really just also focusing on supporting my beautiful fiance right now as he's um, starting up his RTD business, which is basically like for you guys that don't know, um, or if you don't follow me on socials or if you don't follow Oscar, he recently um, co-founded a company called G-Up, which is basically like the best way I could describe it is like kind of like a cruiser cruiser competitor. So they are a pre-mixed vodka. However, they are lower in sugar. So all their drinks are low sugar and then they have one non-sugar one. It just means that they are, they're still really, really tasty. And like the number one feedback they get is people being like, I thought they were going to be too sweet, but they're like perfect. And it's really interesting because even in marketing those, they were like not trying to market beer drinkers. It's funny because they wanted to make a drink that was like a fruity drink, but for guys, because so many guys, you know, if you're seen drinking cruise or something like that, it's like, oh, that's a girl's drink and stuff like that. So they, they made a joke of like fruit beers, <laughs> they're fruit beers. So they're, they're fruity drinks, but they're for, for the boys, um, made by the boys for the boys and the girls. However, they've done extremely well. And one target market that they didn't really, um, count on, getting was beer drinkers, but they've actually had quite a bit of feedback from guys saying, I have never tried anything other than like beer or like vo- like vodka. Like they've never done premix vodkas and things like that, but they've tried uh, G up and like they're converted. So it's just been absolutely incredible. But 
given that they are in their first 12 months, there's just been so much going on with that. Like um, they've launched over different states um, and different areas of different states. So they've done like a Victorian launch. They did a Sydney launch. They've done a Gold Coast launch, a Perth launch, an Adelaide launch. Um, and soon they will be doing a Cairns launch. So they're going to be doing North Queensland. So we'll be going to Cairns and like they're just doing so incredibly well. Like they are growing so rapidly and it's been such a gift, honestly, such a gift to watch a bunch of mates do business together, but also just like seeing my fiance launch his company, how incredible it's doing. And like, honestly, I've learned so much about business just through observing him building that business. It's been so cool. And like anyone who knows someone that like whether they run a business or they do a sport or like whatever it is, it just feels so good to support people. So there's just a lot going on in our lives. There's more, but I'm going to save that all for when we come back in three weeks time and I'll update you all then. For now, let's get into today's episode, which is on all things manifestation. So I recently was just in a state of contemplation and I was thinking about how manifestation works well for me, right? Like manifestation works well for me. I think about a lot of the things that I have now, a lot of the things that like are coming or I'm on the right trajectory towards and a lot of things that I desire end up manifesting into my reality. So even things like I have always wanted to go to Paris and recently, another life update, we recently booked a um, trip um, for the end of the year. We're going to have our first white Christmas. So we're going to be in Quebec City, which is in Canada, um, but it's a, a French town, like they I'm pretty sure they speak French there, but it's in Canada uh, for Christmas. And then we're going to like, uh, before that, we're going to be in LA. After it, we're going to be in New York. And then we fly to Paris and then Switzerland. So we're doing a US slash Europe trip. And there's a lot of places that we're going that have really been on like my bucket list, but I haven't been actively manifesting them. We're also about to, as I said earlier, move house next week. And it's funny because the house we're moving to, Let's rewind like about probably about six, seven years ago, Oscar and I lived over an hour from where we live now. So we lived an hour down the coast, an hour away from the city, maybe even a bit longer, a bit further, like an hour and 10, hour and 20, whatever. But we used to drive on weekends sometimes, like once a month, we would drive up to kind of like where we live now. And there's this particular road we would drive along. And we would have like windows down and we would play music and we would say to each other, like one day we're going to live there. And at that time, not that it was unrealistic. Like I believed, I believed it with every fiber of my being, but like it felt so far away. Like it felt like I was going to live there when I was like 40. Do you know what I mean? Like this road, the houses along the road, it was like a road along the beach and there's all these houses along the beach and they're just like beautiful houses, like multi-million dollar homes and like just absolutely incredible. And, And I just have these vivid memories of us driving with the windows down and music playing and like so early in our relationship, like so fresh on. And this probably was between six, seven years ago, but up until like four years ago, every now and then we would just drive up to the suburb and then we would make a day of it. Like we would do like the hour drive, we would drive along this road and we would use it as a manifestation exercise. And then we would go and have brunch together. Um, So we would be at like, you know, a different cafes and try different cafes and things like that. And then we would do the drive back home. And next week we're moving into one of those houses 
on that road where we're going to be renting there, but it's just like even how all of this landed, it was just like insane. So for further context, I'm just going to tell you guys a story and then we'll probably get into what I want to talk about when it comes to manifestation, but it all relates because it kind of is a manifestation. But when our lease at our current place was uh, coming up to expire in September and we asked to release and basically they came back to us and they said, look, yep, you can release, but they're going to put your rent up $400 a week. And we were just like, we were quite gutted to be honest, because whilst financially we could afford that, we've been here for two years. We really are like not to toot our own horn, but like toot toot, like we're incredible tenants. Like we get a, a housekeeper come twice a week. We like upkeep the property, like absolutely incredible. You know, the house is so well looked after and Oscar and I have done multiple inspections of houses before that have had tenants in them. And I have never seen a house that's kept to the standard of we keep it that I've seen other tenants in. And maybe that's because they have like four or five kids and, and all the things, who knows, but we just know that we're incredible tenants. We pay, you know, we, we've, they've never had like a late payment, like everything's good, you know? And we were like, Oh, like we thought we were like perfect tenants and like, it just feels like a lot. And secondly, we didn't think the house was worth that that price. So we were like, if we, where we live now, we're like a two to five minute drive from the beach, but it's about like a 25 minute walk to the beach, which isn't too bad, right? 25 minute walk to the beach. However, by the time you're getting to the beach, you're turning around because I would usually do about a 50 minute, 40, even 45 minute walk. So by the time I'm like nearly at the beach, I'm already turning around to come home. So it's not very practical from like a walking along the beach lens. I drive to the beach and then I would go for like an hour walk along the beach. But we thought about it and we were like, okay, if we were to spend that extra $400 a week, we would rather spend that in a house closer to the beach. But here's the other thing. There are never any houses available in our suburb or the suburbs around us that tick all of our boxes ever. I'm one of those people, and I don't know if anyone can relate to this. I'm one of those people. I love looking at realestate.com. Like I love seeing rentals that are coming up and that, that are available. And I look pretty frequently and there's never anything. Like even when we were looking for the place we currently live, we were looking for nine months nine months, like let that land. Nine months we looked for a home. And in that time, I reckon we inspected three. So, so many houses didn't even get to the point of me bothering doing an inspection. We inspected about three and were disappointed. And then like, finally we, we found this house, but getting a house that ticks all of our boxes, I am like, I would say we're both picky, but I'm like picky to a whole new level. I don't know what it is about my environment, but a house has to tick so many fucking boxes for me. It's painful. Like it's actually painful. I need high ceilings. I need lots of windows and bright light. I need the vibe. Like I can't explain it. The vibe just has to be right. Like I just have to walk in and it has to, it's a feeling, right? It's just a feeling. Then when we come into the practicals of, I wouldn't say any of them are like make or break, but they're like, a, a pretty high, like I want it would be things like a gas log fireplace, but then, and a basement, um, like a basement garage. And then it also has to have enough bedrooms and like, it has to be in a good area. It can't be in a shit street. Like if it's in like a tight little street with like heaps of cars parked down it, it's a no. If it's in a street that just feels like, I, I, I can't, guys, there's so many things that it just has to feel right. The street has to feel right. So even when we moved here, when we first turned down the street, I was like, oh my God, there's so many 
green trees down the street and like there's not too many cars parked here and our house has a basement and it's got a laundry chute and it's got a gas log fireplace and it's got high ceilings and lots of windows. Like it, it ticked a lot of boxes for us. So there's, it's just like, what are the chances? So it was kind of at this point where it's like, okay, well, we maybe can negotiate. Like maybe we can go back and say, you know, can it just go up $300 a week or, but we were in a period of like, we're pretty much going to just have to do this because there's going to be no better house than this available. And we were just like, let's just check. And the house that we're now moving into had been uploaded, like it said, like 24 hours ago or something like that, like was very fresh. And I was like, what are the chances? And it didn't look amazing through the photos. Like it looked really nice, but it didn't look like it was going to be an upgrade from where we're at by any means. Um, but we went and looked at it and we fell in love with it. And every box just kept getting ticked. Like every box kept getting ticked. It's on the beach, as I said, like on the, the road that we used to drive by. Um, it has ocean views, like incredible ocean views. It's got a rooftop terrace with a spa. It's got a pool. We don't currently have a pool, guys. So we're upgrading on the pool front. It's got actual space in the back backyard. We currently don't have a backyard. It has a gas log fireplace. It's got a laundry chute. It's just, it's got all the things and no one has lived there yet. It is just being finished. Like they said to us, like we've still got about two weeks of work to do. So everything worked out. I'm not even going to go into it, but there was so much more that transpired from this with like, oh, we, we were able to like get out of our lease early and our landlord was so fine with it. And like, we didn't have to pay lease breakage fees. And like, there's just, I can't even explain how much this happened perfectly. So that was like an absolutely beautiful manifestation, which kind of happened completely by accident, but also completely not. Like it's been years in the making, but it wasn't something where we were actively working towards it. We'd had conversations around it. None of that. It all just transpired in the space of like, two days, like honestly, like two days from us thinking we were renewing our lease here to, oh my God, we just put in an application on a new house. Like it was, it was pretty crazy. So it was really cool. But again, so I've just been thinking about things and I've been in contemplation around like the house and I've been in contemplation around like how much my business has grown and my financial situation and my friendships and my relationships and going on this holiday. And I'm like, there are so many things in my life that just feel like this big, beautiful manifestation, like everything that I've always wanted or things that I want, they somehow just land. And I don't ever intentionally manifest, right? I don't intentionally ever manifest something. I don't like say, okay, I'm manifesting this now. I'm focusing on this, or I don't do meditations or visualizations around it. Like I don't do any of that anymore. And I used to, I used to do the tools. Like I would do visualization meditations around like acting as if, and like all the things. And I just don't now I'm in very living transmission. But I was thinking about what one of the most powerful manifestation tools have been for me. And one of them has been doing a lot of shadow work and working on my unconscious mind. Because when we think about it, our brain operates from about 90 up to 95% from our unconscious mind and only about 5% from our conscious mind. Now, when we think about a lot of the modern day manifestation, rituals, practices, tools, and things like that, they operate largely from the conscious mind. So it's you consciously choosing to visualize. It's you consciously creating a vision board. It's you consciously writing down your affirmations. It's you consciously doing X, Y, Z, right? It's a lot of the conscious. So that tool works very well for the time that you are consciously focusing on the manifestation. But what about the other 23 hours of the day or the 23.5 hours of the day? What about why you're sleeping? What about why you're mindlessly doing things? Like what about the rest of the day? 
Like if you're not consciously focusing on it, your manifestation practice is weak. Like your manifestation game is weak. Why not have your unconscious mind working for you? Now, we know that our brain operates largely from the unconscious mind. And if what is in your unconscious mind is a lot of like, unintegrated shadows, if there's a lot of like leaky behaviors, incongruencies, if there's a lot of like fear, scarcity, attachment, anxiousness, like all of that kind of stuff, that is actually the frequency you are manifesting from 23 hours of the day when you're not doing that one hour manifestation practice or that one hour meditation when you're consciously focused on the thing. So for me, why I believe manifestation is so powerful and I don't need to manifest for an hour of the day or do the vision board or whatever, because I'm actually manifesting for the 23 hours of the day because I believe my unconscious mind is operating at such a high frequency. Now, how does my unconscious mind operate at such a high frequency then? I frequently consciously explore what is in my unconscious mind and bring conscious awareness to that so that I can change, evolve, pivot, move, break habits, see my behaviors, catch my incongruencies. And I can always then make decisions and act like a person that's coming into more integrity, more congruency, more self-honesty. I'm catching my blind spots and I'm transcending my shadows and I'm evolving and I'm alchemizing. And again, it's a whole other thing. I did. I used to do a lot of the structural work around this and that would be sitting down with the Google Doc and uncovering my shadows, uncovering where am I being incongruent? Like it was very structured. Now it's just very living transmission. I don't explore my shadows. I don't look for a shadow to uncover. It's just a very naturally integrated flow state, but I'm in such a unconsciously integrated state of awareness that I can always catch these things within myself and just change and and move them. So I think for a lot of people, they're trying to manifest from this very, very conscious state where they do something high vibe, and I'm doing that in bunny ears, high vibe and productive for 20, 30 minutes. And then they think that they're going to manifest all these incredible things, yet for the rest of the day, they're moving through life and operating from an unconscious mind that again is in lack, that is in scarcity, that is in attachment to things. So this is where I truly believe that when you do a lot of the work on your unconscious mind and shadow work gets to be a huge component around that, but you do things like ego work, you do things like um, unconscious work and, and that can be in other realms as well. I, you know, for some people, and I've done this too, that can be like theta healing or hypnosis, anything where you're really working from the unconscious mind. But so long as you go through your life operating from a very unconscious state, that's what you're manifesting from. That is your primary 23 hours a day. That is what you're manifesting from. And if you don't consciously bring awareness to what you're manifesting for the day, well, for 24 hours of the day, that's what you're manifesting from. So anytime you lose focus or attention on the thing you want to manifest, your automated response is to manifest what's ever in your unconscious. So you would then need to continue to consciously focus on that thing time and time and time again. And you can increase how much conscious awareness you have of that by, you know, you can put sticky notes on the fridge and you can have a reminder on your phone. And these are all tools that I've heard people say, like have a timer that goes off every hour and take two minutes to think of your manifestation. Like I've heard all of these fucking, I've done them. I've even did manifestation courses years ago. Um, I've done all those things. However, that's a lot of fucking effort. Do you know what is a lot easier? And it's harder initially, but it's easier later. And this is where like, there's a very famous uh, quote that says, 
hard decisions, easy life, easy decisions, hard life. So it's like choose your hard. You can either have the easy decision of just putting up some sticky notes in your fridge and then, but it's a lot harder to manifest what you want. Or you can go through the hard, which is looking into your shadows, seeing your fucking, and like where you're being a leaky human, where you're being out of integrity, where you're being incongruent, where you're being manipulative, where you're being like all these things and you can choose to take responsibility for cleaning them up. And that can be hard. That can be like fucking gnarly to look at that stuff. But it's a lot easier later because then you feel lighter. You like who you are. You like who you like who you are when you're a congruent human. You like who you are when you're in integrity, and it's a lot easier to manifest what you want. And I'm actually just going to grab my phone because I heard this quote and I wrote it down by Joe Dispenza. It was on a podcast, and he said, "I want people to sit with themselves long enough that they become so conscious of their unconscious thoughts that they don't." go unconscious in their waking day. Okay. So I'm going to read that again. I want people to sit with themselves long enough that they become so conscious of their unconscious thoughts that they don't go unconscious in their waking day. So what he's really saying is when people can sit with themselves for long enough and like there can be different variations of this for Joe Dispenza, it's through meditation and he does, you know, hour long meditations and things like that. He's very pro long meditation. So his form of this is if I sit with myself long enough in silence, in presence, in intentionality, I can bring everything from my unconscious into my conscious awareness. You can do this in other ways as well, right? So I do this through Again, I used to do this through structured shadow work. It wasn't me being meditation, but I would sit down with myself, no distractions, phone on silent for an hour, and I would do journal prompts and ask myself things. I've also worked with coaches and mentors in the realm of mindset where we've had conversations around it and they've reflected blind spots and then I've seen them. And then after I've seen something, I've sat with it and explored it. So whether it is through meditation, how Joe Dispenza encourages it, whether it's through doing shadow work, a program, a course, working with a coach, whatever, if you're creating an environment or an atmosphere where you're choosing to sit with yourself long enough that what is in your unconscious mind can actually come into your conscious awareness, i.e. that is you become aware of what you were previously unaware of about yourself, about your habits, about your behaviors, about how you're leading yourself, manipulating situations, whatever the thing is. Once you're aware of that, you then have power. Awareness brings power. And I always say we can't change what we're not aware of and we can't change what we can't see. So you allowing yourself to see more, see into your unconscious means that you have the power of awareness, which also then means you have the power to make change. You have the power to assess that, see that, look at it under a microscope, feel the texture of it, make plans around it, change it, habits. Like you can look at something and go, oh, what do I need to do in order to like be the opposite or what do I need to do in order to clean that up or what do I need to do in order to come back into more congruency or integrity or whatever it is and I actually have another podcast episode and I think it's called how congruency is the art of manifestation or the something like that it's it's an episode and it's about manifestation and congruency and it does tie into this theme and I speak about how one of the most powerful manifestation tools is actually being a congruent human. But a lot of this comes into doing the unconscious work first because of one of the ways that you become a very, very congruent human is through 
you bringing more awareness of what was previously unconscious or where you were blind to where you were being incongruent. So a lot of the time we can be aware of incongruencies. We can be aware of these different things, but sometimes they actually just do remain unconscious for us and we completely lack awareness of them. So it's actually just seeing where you can choose to, to bring your awareness. And what happens then? We then come into the power of action. So again, when I think about how manifestation works very, very well for me, I think about how I take a lot of action, which aligns with me getting what I want. So again, one of the things that I don't love about some of the manifestation community, it's very whimsical, ungrounded, visual, untangible, like, you know, like this feeling of like, act as if and like feel the frequency and and things like that. And that's beautiful. And it's a very strong component of sometimes people need to be able to visualize and see a, a result or an outcome or a life, which is different from what they previously know to be true. And Joe Dispenza even speaks about this as well in a very, very grounded way. But he speaks about how if we've always had a certain thing, then that's what our we, we think about and we feel because that's what we know. So sometimes there's power and visualization of visualizing a different outcome or a different scenario and it's getting your mind and your body familiar with a different experience. And that's beautiful. So I'm, I'm all for that. However, when we don't bring in the conversation around action and around behavior, it's a slippery slope. It's a very slippery slope when we only do the conversation around the thinking, the feeling, the visualizing, and we forget to speak about the action part. Again, very, very slippery slope. Why? Because a lot of people utilize visualization and things like that as a distraction from having to actually take action. So they get so caught up in there, but I did the vision board and I'm writing my affirmations. I'm thinking about it like that's kind of easy. Like, like that's kind of easy. Like you laying in your bed in the morning and visualizing for five minutes when your alarm goes off, like, please. Like, I love that. I love that. But it doesn't fucking take any responsibility. It doesn't take any ownership. It doesn't take any difficulty, challenge, resistance, right? If the hardest part of your day is remembering to like visualize what you want, like, like, I'm sorry, but if it was that fucking easy, we would all be living in mansions riding unicorns, right? So there has to be a part that we're always going to be required to show up and take action, which aligns with the manifestation. So one of the ways that I, I think about things, again, visualization working for me, me making more money. I didn't, ma- I didn't manifest winning Tut's Lotto. I didn't manifest waking up and someone gave me a million dollars. I built a million dollar business. I show up, I sell, I create content, I refine offers, I coach my clients, I mentor, I put time and energy into refining my craft, I invest in my own mentorship, I like like I'm taking action daily, like I'm showing up, I'm doing I even think about early on in my business, I did so many free trainings. I had a free Facebook community where I would run free workshops for people. I would post content weekly. I would add value, add value, add value, add value, add value. Like there's so many things where I actually executed on being someone where it made sense that I was signing clients and I was making money based on 
how much time, energy and intentionality I was putting into my business, right? I think about my relationship. I've got like the dream relationship and I really do, but I didn't just like manifest like Prince Charming coming out on like, you know, a white horse in the sunset. Oscar and I have had so many hard conversations. We borderline, again, it's a conversation for another day, but we borderline met and had a trauma bond, but we did so much work around alchemizing and transcending beyond that bond to create the most one of the most secure relationships of anyone I've ever met like we have a very very solid and secure relationship and we've done that through intentionality like we've chosen to have hard conversations we've chosen to do things as as a couple to actually build on our relationship we've chosen to spend quality time we've chosen to uncover each other's love languages it wasn't just like I hope I manifest Prince Charming and boom, there's been like the action pieces come into that. Again, I think about friendships. Like I've had to let go of incongruent friendships so that I could make space for more positive ones. I've had hard conversations. Like I really think about it and there's a lot of action that I have taken towards having what I want. I've taken the right action. Even I think about, you know, my best friend now, we met in a mastermind. Like I took action to get myself in a room where the kind of people I would want to be around would be in that room. And I think about it, I'm like, okay, the kind of people that I want to meet, like they're in business masterminds, like they're working on their business. They're like evolving and things like that. And whilst I absolutely did not join that mastermind to like make friends, that was fucking 110% there for me. I can tell you that was there for very selfish reasons. However, it's besides the point, I just happened to meet my best friend there because I was being someone and making decisions where it would make sense that I was in rooms with people that I would want to be friends with. So I think about everything. I think about the money I'm making. I think about the relationship and friendships that I have. I think about so many things and I'm like, I always take action that moves me closer to those things. So even something as simple as the house, right? This is the most basic thing, but I went on realestate.com and I emailed that agent and I went to the inspection and that's like, well, duh, Jesse. But I think for a lot of people, they just get so caught up in like their victim mindset or things aren't going to work out for them that they don't even take the call or put themselves in the room or allow themselves to meet the opportunity. And there's a really um, good saying and it's one of my favorite sayings and it says, luck is merely preparation meeting opportunity right? Luck is preparation meeting opportunity. It's one of my favorite sayings of all time because anyone that you see that is quote unquote lucky, yes, the opportunity was the luck piece, but they were prepared to rise to meet the opportunity because there are so many people in similar situations that get the exact same opportunities, but they don't take them. They say no, they ignore it. They assume the work, like they never, they're not prepared to actually meet that to say yes to that thing. So I think this is where like the luck piece comes in really, really perfect of like, yeah, there's going to be opportunity, but do you take the action? Are you prepared? Are you, um, you know, intentionally going forward, looking at seeking out these kind of opportunities for yourself? So that's kind of where I wanted to go with today's conversation is really just opening up for you guys to get curious around like where maybe you're not even not taking action because I know like I just feel like the kind of people that are listening to this podcast like you're fucking action takers like I just know that you are so I don't even want to say like where are you not taking action because I know you are I know you're doing the action thing but 
where have you been maybe taking so much conscious action, but your unconscious mind isn't serving you. It's not leading you in a really, really powerful way. You're 23 hours of a day, uh, you know, operating from like lack or scarcity or again, like fear all the things that I spoke to earlier. So make sure that you're doing the work to, to really be with yourself and really sit with yourself and explore these deeper aspects of yourself so you can bring forth things within your unconscious, which is i.e. uncovering your own blind spots so that you actually have the power to change them, which I think is just going to be so incredible. And whilst like this totally isn't why I did today's podcast episode again, it's just been something I've been in very much like deep reflection around because of all the things happening in my life at the moment. However, if you do want to have a space that's very gonna, that's really gonna guide you into exploring your unconscious mind, we currently are taking pre, pre, pre enrollments for the next round of the discovery code, which is my seven week mindset course. This will be the fifth time I am running this program. We have had well over a hundred women. I don't even know, but like well over a hundred women through this program. By this point, it has had such phenomenal results. It is going to be run live in November. Um, but again, because we are pre, pre, pre selling it, the benefit of this means that there are longer payment plans than what I usually offer. Sometimes I only offer two to three month payment plans. We currently have longer, like four and five month payment plans. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this episode later, the program may have already started and you may just want to get the pre recorded version, which means you'll just get instant access which is like potentially even better. Um, However, if you want to join us live for the round and be able to show up to the live calls, um, we recommend you getting your cute little butt in there ASAP. Um, So I will put the link in the show notes um, if you want to read more about that program and that course. But honestly, this course is all of the work that I've done wrapped up into a little bow. Like I, okay, it's not, I've done a lot of work. I've done like theta healing. I've done like, I've seen psychics. I've done the tarot card. Like there's just so much I've done in the world of spiritual development and so much of it has been powerful and potent. And like the theta healing is incredible and stuff like that. It's not everything, but it's, it's really is the guidebook to some of the most transformative work you'll do. Like these are the pillars of what I've learned, which really helped change my life the most. You know, we're going into ego work. We're going into triggers and projections. We're exploring shadow work. We're going into how to actually integrate things. You know, so many people miss the integration piece. It is going to be such a powerful course that I truly believe can absolutely change your life. And is really going to allow you you to see yourself. And anyone who's done TDC will know. I always make this jokes of like, I hope you guys are ready to get fucked up because you are going to get fucked up, but it's going to be like in the best way. Like it can be quite gnarly. You're going to see things within yourself, patterns. It's going to require a lot of responsibility. And sometimes that's going to feel icky, but the outcome is like, I swear to you, relationships get better, your, how you feel within yourself, like your confidence, your power, your conviction, your congruency, your integrity, all the things. And the biggest thing is because we do things like ego and shadow work and stuff, 
you are doing a lot of the exploration of your unconscious parts, your unconscious aspects of yourself, which from a manifestation perspective, you're freaking welcome. So I really highly recommend you get involved in in that program if you haven't already done it. Um, If you have previously done a round, we also have an incredible alumni price if you want to do it again. Um, I would recommend if you were in rounds one, two or three to absolutely do it again, like no brainer, don't even question it. It's basically a different course and like, like incredible, like the price you can join at incredible. Um, if you did rounds like for, uh, the, the last round, it will be a little bit different, but quite similar, but you are still welcome to join us again. So again, I'll put the details in the show notes. I hope you guys love today's episode and I will be back in your ears in around three to four weeks time. So I hope you love this episode and enjoy going back and listening to any of the other ones that you've missed as well in this little sabbatical from me. 